0: Thank you for tuning in to the second part of my podcast chat with Jackie Lines and Doug Armstrong, two of the people behind the Street Arts Project. The song that we're listening to is called The Witch and the Mill, and it was recorded by Doug Armstrong, the Street Arts Project, and some of our homeless friends. See, I, thought, I think it also needs to be said um, that that uh, this that this it's what what you what you what you both and the others who you have involved and who are involved with you, agencies and 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 individuals. There is an organic nature about what you're doing and a responsiveness about what you're doing. Uh, But it also needs to be said, doesn't it, I think, uh, that, uh, you know, you've got there is a there is a a, kind of tight structure to what happens as well. There is a there's a there's a committee there. There are named officers on that committee. You you keep minutes of what you do. You share those with relevant agencies and you connect with them. And our job on this podcast isn't necessarily to talk about other agencies, but it is important to to say, I think, isn't it, that. that um, you're very tough on yourselves with respect to accountability, traceability, transparency, mm. and safeguarding, and so on. You're you, you, you're very hot on all of this in terms of your documentation and paperwork, and yet managing to do exactly what you just said, uh, Doug and Jackie, about where's the need? Can we help? And if we can, let's do it. So pulling, pulling those two things off while being kind of publicly accountable and 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 ensuring that what you do is safe and yet remaining organic and fluid that's really something uh, I, 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 there's not, there's not much you can say in response to that but that is just that's just a, a, a view i have having with my limited involvement with your work
1: oh well thank you graham because you're actually on our committee so <laughs> you are one off are splendid people Um, and there are only a few of us it's true Um, we do have to work within those confines of a a a cic community group with a constitution and a bank account etc um but the, the the joy is what you've just mentioned i think about the fluidity or the flexibility because it's predominantly doug and i out every day doing stuff um we're able to react really really quickly. So, so the benefit for us is that we don't have to fit in with any great legislative um, confines. We are able to react instantly to a situation and change what we do and, you know, one phone call and we're off in a different direction. So we can plug gaps very quickly. Mm. And we love that because both Doug and I are quite maverick and we do like it. Um we do honour as best we can the more sort of mm, admin side of maintaining contact with agencies and district council, but they have their own restrictive practices that don't allow them to share information with us. Uh, we're very open about everything that we do and everybody, but... Um, Obviously, when there's personal information, we have to make sure that the clients sign a consent form at HR cafe. So when they come in, they have agreed to share their information because we, you know, there's data protection, etc. But in the main, we can be very flexible and don't really have to answer to anybody, um, which gives us a lot of freedom. Uh, And long may that always last because... um, for those of you that know me, I'm not very comfortable being put into corners and told to march to somebody's drumbeat. Um, I Good quite thing, like really. to be able to do um, what I see as being needed, and we can often achieve a lot more because of that. Mm um because we're not tied down and we don't all have to you know send 30 emails to our colleagues and wait for an answer and we just ring each other up and go you know so um we 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 like working like that
0: because that enables you for example oh oh, oh gosh there's so many things I mean I've not been involved with you for all that long but but even 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 my uh uh, what I regard as a very precious encounter with your work, you know, you, you do things that, uh, in terms of responsiveness and need, one, one example that immediately springs to my mind is uh, the work you've done to, to use, uh, or not use as such, but to deepen and uh, encourage the talents that our friends, our, our homeless friends have. Their musical talents, their singing talents. For instance, that concert that you that we did that you did quite recently, where you know our homeless friends were involved uh, with pro musicians, and you, you know, you teach them. <laughs> it's not just a case of turn up and sing. And in street arts, uh, and in uh, streets apart, Jackie, um, our, our friends, you know, I believe wrote some things for us, but and were certainly involved both. Uh, helping us to understand the issues involved, but also uh, um, playing, musically playing. So it isn't just about, uh, oh, what do you need? Let's provide it. It's about who are you as human beings? <laughs> and what let, what what can we help you to discover in yourself? Is that mm-hmm. right? Would that be right?
2: Is that a bit? Yeah, yeah I mean, what we do, we're straight arts with the music. It's a bit like jazz, yeah? We don't say we're starting at A and we're going to B and then we'll go to C after that. No, it's like jazz. You start off with a common theme and you disappear, don't you? You start doing different things. You go with the flow. Creativity, as you know, you can't switch on and off like a tap. We can't walk into one of our sessions and say, today we're doing this, wham, and it goes like It doesn't happen. We <laughs> do have bad days. But sometimes, you know, you could sit for two hours, nothing, and then the last 20 minutes, extraordinary. And we try to develop the guys. We try to encourage them to talk to each other, to Mm. share their experiences, their emotions. Mm. And they learn from each other, and we learn even more. We learn from them. And we go on a journey, I suppose. We go on Mm. a journey together. Mm. and This journey could go anywhere. Creativity. Stems from that. It's mm. bred from that. And it, you know, the contacts we make, the the concerts, as you say, we've made a CD. We've been on at festivals. Not easy to do to get everybody, the musicians and the guys, in the same time because they can be slightly unreliable. We've been on the radio, but we'll take anything. Up. We'll take a challenge if there's something out there. We'll go for it. And these guys love it because. First of all, you're showing them respect, which most people would never show them. Secondly, we're giving them the opportunity, which again, most people would not get the opportunity, A, to play with the calibre of musicians we are. We can talk about them later. B, the opportunities to perform. We don't set anybody up to fail. You take a massive risk going on the stage. Yeah, an absolutely massive risk, you don't know what's coming at times, but that's what it's about. It's taking the risk together, it's working together. I'm sorry, I get excited about
0: it. No, let's stay with that, Doug. Let's talk talk a bit more, and then we'll get onto the theatre side of it with Jackie. Um, although it's hard to, to separate them out, but in terms of because you mentioned Chris Nusson just now, who's a friend of the show, um, that you know there's a lot of people who who are very skilled musicians like chris who, who've been involved who you work with don't you to um to draw out these talents and to learn from that's very interesting doug about you know because there is my goodness me there is so much that one can learn from uh, uh, we can't name individuals of course but we all of us know having met some of our friends that you know how many of them are multilingual, and how many of them are talented in business and poetry. <laughs> um, our friend, for example, who who wrote that book. Um, now, what was his name? This is going to embarrass me. The uh, Gulf veteran, Alan, Alan Stokes.
1: Stokes.
0: Now, yes, now he wouldn't mind being name-checked because he's, <laughs> his book is on Amazon. His book <laughs> is on Amazon. His book of poems he's got one yeah. I mean, he's got two yeah. he's seen him for ages and ages and we mustn't talk about where he is but um you know astonishing
2: isn't it mm. um i mean if we could tell you if we were allowed to tell you the stories of working with alan and others i mean you, you just we could dine out on these stories for years Grim. Fantastic. but it is worth saying
0: to people who don't know that 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 is that that's what i mean it sounds a bit of course everybody knows do they i don't know whether they know or not but to it to 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 these stories are our stories as well aren't they all of us all of us yep. are, are 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 as it's cliché to say but a paycheck and a heartbeat away from uh, being overlooked by the entire world and our stories neglected and mm. you bring the stories out through in your case music Doug, what else have you discovered on you in working with music that, uh, you know, surprised or delighted you, or that you found other other people surprised and delighted by? It's the relationships,
2: um, mm. the relationships between the musicians and the uh, the guys because we use professional blokes. The blokes immediately know, or the, the guys who come along, immediately know you respect them. They're saying you're bringing top-notch people in to work with us. And they're overwhelmed by that. You know, you're not just asking somebody to come in and sit with them and play the guitar. We sit and talk to them. We listen to them. Um, We understand them. And they love this. You know, they love being brought in and being accepted. Um, Music is a byproduct. It's songwriting, really. It's emotions. It's poetry. Mm -hmm. Music is a byproduct. And we, we obviously teach guitar lessons if you want a bit of keyboard. and then when we we do the song or we go on into the studio getting them in there for the day and sitting in there and working on the arrangements for the song and they're actually part of it because if, if you if anybody wants to listen to our CDs and songs, they are not manufactured. You can't go online and manufacture that. Mm. It's not three lines, of song repeated fifteen times and a three-minute segment of music. It is not. It is the other way around. It is three minutes of words surrounded by music.
0: And I'll put I'll play some of this if you don't mind, Doug. Uh, uh, the, yeah. I'm allowed to on the on this recording. You know, just just because I think that yeah. we're not we're not going to hear the voices of our friends otherwise, are we? I don't think. <laughs> um, say something about the, uh, for example, the um, the piece you did in the summer. Uh, the John Lennon uh,
2: um, piece, isolation, isolation. Well, that was uh, originally it was an idea by Jack Blackman, uh, local musician, blues guy. Though he, he give me wrong for saying he was just blues, um, and <laughs> he's another guy, fantastic musician with a great um, social conscience. And um, I've worked with Jack since he was eleven year old, you know, and he's joined in with Nigel Clark and Wes Finch and. We just had this idea to do isolation and get as many people in as possible. And at that time, we were still in touch with a lot of the guys from the project. And they were in various places where we could contact them with decent phones or they had uh, iPads or computers. So Jack and Nigel and Wes put the bassist down and we got seven of the guys involved, either playing a few chords singing or talking and then we we got 27 other musicians well-known musicians in and we combined it and it just turned out it was remarkable we did a video as well and Mm. it just seemed to take off it really has it was first stage of isolation it was the first stage of lock the first part of lockdown Mm. and everybody was desperate to do something and mm. um, we, we put it on the video. Uh, we put it on the, the website and the Facebook. And you couldn't believe how many people tweeted, you know, top-class musicians, etc. and even from the theatre, tweeted about it. Uh, and I think we're up to about 350 400,000 listens. You know, how many? it's incredible. How many listens? About 300,000. Wow. All over.
0: And just in case there are three people who haven't heard it, where where would one find it, it through your through it, the street arts website or through yeah uh,
2: yeah that's the www.streetartsproject.com
0: www. i, I talked over you i'm sorry Doug i'm very bad at my amateur job say that what again
2: it's just uh three street
0: w- arts w- dot streetartsproject.com street
2: yeah and
0: Street I mean, Arts Facebook. If people went onto Facebook and searched Street Arts, they would get to you
2: both. Yeah, um, put Stratford in. Put Stratford in. Stratford um, Street Arts. Stratford I Street think, Arts. Yeah, I think that, that's on Facebook. But yeah, we're quite unique. Put the link, I'll put the link on
0: the uh, on the podcast
2: description. Yeah. But if I tell you how some of the songs came about, the, okay. the CD, for instance, where what, what, what what National Anthem is... Uh, uh, I'm trying to remember what it is, Jackie. Yeah, uh, we're all gonna get there in the end. And it was written about a guy who helped, well, it was a girl who was part of the group, but she was struggling with mental health problems, um, a bit violent at times. And she was trying to put something together. And we had a, a guy called um Lee, and Lee was on the streets and well known in Stratford. You, you'd see him in foul weather walking around soaked to the skin with his blanket of sleeping bag trailing behind him you'd see him sleeping in doorways um lee passed away unfortunately over two years ago uh, but lee used to come down to the link and uh, fabulous stories you know jack would be doing his guitar lessons in one um, room and it was supposed to be private but lee would have to come in because he had his shower and his gear and he'd sit down and jack was trying to do a lesson and Lee was sitting next to him, cutting his toenails. <laughs> 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 but Lee would turn up for the music sessions. A lot of them really wanted to drink and a, something to eat, and he would. He was, sometimes he'd be comatose. And this day, the, the girl was trying, struggling to try and get some songs together, and she was really oh, get the words together. She was really struggling, and suddenly, this he just woke up, you know, more for that, and went. We're all going to get there in the end. And that kicked the song off completely. So it's dedicated to Lee, but it, it, we play it at lots of venues. And it, it, if you listen to it, well, you will do, you will play it. And you'll see the, the words and the sentiments cover birth, death, meetings. You know, It's all about saying goodbye to an old friend. as I say, sadly, Lee died on the streets, and we didn't find out all afterwards about his history. uh, His history was phenomenal. We could write a play about him. He was uh, from the traveling fraternity down south, and he'd been a prize fighter. Mm. And because he was a prize fighter, he was well-known, but he was beaten up after a fight by a group of people, and that caused mental health problems. Right. So we owe you a lot Lee and Lee could make you laugh he could make you cry and you spoke to him in the street he could he would just flare up with you know load of abusive words people were shocked but because his problem but he loved he loved being on the streets and he wrote a poem as well and we didn't find the poem till after he died I, I was looking through my notes one day and you know the street arts. I keep all the, the bits of scribbles and what everybody writes. Now, where the hell did this come from? And it was a poem about him living on the street.
0: I mean that just illustrates the. Uh, it's a beautiful story that because uh, it does it does uh, define the sort of extremes that we're talking about here, aren't we? Because you know from the the, the, the that our friends sometimes. Do experience long, long periods of absolutely nothing happening in their lives at all. Um, uh, but and that, but suddenly, suddenly, there are these extraordinary highs and extraordinary lows. Yeah. Uh, because sadly, he's not the only one of our friends who's 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 passed away on the on the street. And but you two have been very careful to make sure that so far as you can, you do what you can to prevent it. Of course but but then to celebrate the life of um the lives of people who who we have met who haven't uh, haven't as it were survived which makes it sound a bit like kind of military campaign but i mean it is <laughs> you know these guys are, are, are it seems to me there is a front line ness about it they have seen all kinds of things and some of them make it and some of them don't but the, but for instance the Again, I'm not sure whether we can name him, but, but, the, but the celebration of life that you put together for, uh, again, one of our friends uh, who died very recently was a very joyous event, was it not? You know, very sad, but mm. again, mm. it was one of these occasions where through your work, you too brought, not just you too, because I know you wouldn't want just the credit, but through, through, through the work you were involved with, you brought, you brought together in that event, for example, the celebration of his life. I say Bryn, can I? I think I say Bryn. Mm,
3: um, Bryn, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, he, uh, his family were involved, his uh, his friends were involved, all kinds of agencies in the, in the community came together to celebrate and mourn that tragedy. But it wasn't wholly sad. I think I would be right in saying, would I?
2: Yeah, I mean, Bryn, Bryn first came for guitar lessons, but he didn't have the courage or the confidence. He thought he was poor, but the guitar lessons weren't about being good or poor. Mm. Um, and then he came to the sessions and he wasn't great at writing with people. And then suddenly Bryn said, I want to stay here and I want to help. And Bryn made the teas and the coffees and the food. And he was like, we support. And then he would come in and sit and he wouldn't. He he said he couldn't contribute enough, but he, you know, he'd sit for half an hour and he'd come up with one line. When we were stuck, he'd he'd come in with one line of the song Mm -hmm. or a lyric, um, and he became part of the group. And you know, you 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 just become involved with these guys and you learn from them. Um, And obviously, you hope that you can help them. You hope you can make a difference. You are not going to make a difference if you have 10. You ain't going to make a difference to 10 of them. No way. But if you do it with one or two, to me, that is a huge success. Absolutely. Is
0: mm. that the song, Jackie, at
2: the end of um,
0: Streets Apart? The title is seems familiar, the song that you uh, will get there in the end. Did you... Is that the song we sang at the end of Streets Apart?
1: No, um, we said we uh, we wrote that. Uh, we all need someone to hold. Yep. Um, but I think Doug's uh, musicians came in, and at, was it at the finale? Doug, you sung that, or somewhere within the context of the play? Most of those songs that were written at Doug's project, we used and weaved in. Um, they were
2: on at the. Um before the play and at the interval, um, we the put interval. a little band together. We put a band together. Oh,
1: in, yeah, that's right, in the interval. Yeah, that's um, right.
2: We did come on at the play. Jackie gave us a, a part at the end, um, mm. where we came on at either side with, with the, mm. um, a cast, including yourself, Graham, were mm. singing the finale, and we came on mm. with guitars and drums and stuff. Mm. And I'll tell you what, you were talking about pride and stuff. That is one of the most fantastic experiences of my life Mm. walking on with those guys who would shy away for anything Mm. and they did it two nights in a row in front of 200 and odd people 250 Mm. people each time
3: Mm.
2: and they stand in the middle in front of these people and then the director insisted the lights went out everybody had to turn around and the lights went on and there you are staring the audience in the face and the audience was standing, cheering, as you well yes, know. Don't forget cheering. Graham was in it. and oh, He was, yeah.
0: I think, <laughs> I think, Doug, you're being a bit flattering, call it saying that I was singing. I, uh, I think you may find I was mouthing uh, rather more than singing. <laughs> Luckily, <laughs> there were some proper singers in that, in that show.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, they were, we found with the guys, we had five of the guys there, and they were tingling with excitement at the end, tingling. Hmm. And these blokes have been there since two in the afternoon, pushed very hard by your director, because you're theatre guys, and you know what it's like. And we were running back and forward and practising and wondering what was going on. And then, bang, we were on the stage at seven before the the kick-off to the play, and all these people came in looking, looking at you. And these guys had never done anything like that. What an opportunity. What an opportunity. You know, something that nobody ever would... I have an opportunity like that this and this it
1: was successful the so other thing we really... the other thing of course doug was that we used alan stokes's poems yeah. um as part of the yeah. script um yeah. so at least i think if graham read one but certainly mark spriggs read a couple um and that was uh alan's poetry he was in the foyer selling his books and we he was i weaved as many of his uh bits in as i could um so much so that halfway through the performance alan actually had to get up and leave it was too much for him he to, was
2: he, he, to he to sat next it. to me he did he but, sat next um, to me and we, we yeah, were worried yeah. stiff that he would react because he has a lot of problems and this was Quite dark your play at times, really. And Graham's performance was excellently hit it right on the head. And I'm not saying it because we're sitting here; it's true. Ask, well, ask the 250 people who were there.
0: Talk about great greatest experiences in my life, and we'll cut, we'll, we'll have to bring Jackie in on this. I think now because uh, I would agree with that that to, for me for, for me to have the privilege of, because I think the character I was playing was based on some uh, composite character, but I think a lot of it was based on Alan's. Mm. and i and i do remember playing that for me to play him and then not only to see him a few times on the street when i was doing the street pastoring duty and have a chat to him and i actually said to him i think i'm playing you um and so we had a bit of a chat about that and then for him to turn up to have the guts to turn up not not only to have the guts but of course the marketing now because his books were sold at a significant markup from the, what I paid on Amazon, I've got to be honest with you, but good good on him, he, you know, fantastic. He's got his boat towed away, <laughs> his house lifted off the canal, Then he's entitled to make what he can from his books. Um, I don't know where he got that pile of books from. His, he must have got contacted the publisher to say, oh, I want these on sale or return or something. I never asked him that. Yeah,
1: we did it, actually. I oh, think did we you? We ordered yeah. them, and then he paid us back because he didn't have any uh System. Yeah. I think he changed publishers halfway through, didn't he? So he oh, right.
0: yeah. But his book is still available, of course. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I will put the title of it on my I mean, description because I can't
2: remember it. You you work working with these characters is amazing because you know Jackie set everything up and we put him a little stall. He was going to sit there and talk to everybody. He was going to come on in the middle when the little band were playing and and um, recite a couple of poems, which he did. And five minutes before the off, there's no Alan. <laughs> <laughs> no. you are not know, looking at each other as you well know thinking what we're we going to do we've got to do something He said oh well how? you know we're all creative just go with the flow and about a minute ago he strolls in as if it was it was all rehearsed didn't it he? Mm. he just went for it and he, he sat there like a king with his face beaming mm. and when he got on the stage you know in between the songs whoa, you know and he's, people stopped and were looking and' he's before big before guy
0: Jackie on this. Just, just, just to add one last thing to that little thing is was that I remember after that, after one of the performances of that uh, piece, a gentleman came up to me because I was playing this soldier who, who, who lived sort of PTSD type experience that a lot of soldiers have lived through in the various conflicts they've been thrust into. And the gentleman came up to me who I'd never met and come from quite far away, I think, um, who said, that's my life you've just shown, and we had a long talk about his life as a a frontline soldier in uh, iraq and so on and about what had happened to him since and of course it had been a very tailspin story after iraq for him and then he lifted himself out with the help of agencies of course and there was and i thought my goodness that's the power of theater isn't it wow wow so Jackie, what you must have been mm. sort of uh, that that as an exemplary piece of what street arts is about you must it's hard for you to say you were proud of it I, I, I suppose you were very proud of it because it was the, one of the most astonishing pieces of theater music that uh, any of us have been involved with i I would say
1: um. It was it was it was driven by the overriding need, which I think still exists, that um, people couldn't understand why folks end up on the streets. Mm. And people Stratford public are very uh, kind, actually. Probably, if you're going to be a rough sleeper, it's the best town to be in. Um, I won't go into details, but it's safer and kinder. Um, and people just didn't know what to do for the best and why it came about. And I just felt that we really needed something that told the whole story. I mean, I could repeat it every week um, and and still keep needing to explain to people uh, exactly... The, 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 we talk about these guys in actual fact. It's all of us. Mm. It's all of us. All of us who may have had... Um, difficulties in our past uh, grief trauma tragedy we may have lost our jobs through lockdown um, you know lost our homes renteries, a million reasons why you can end up homeless and with homelessness will always nearly always come a level of poor mental health One may have caused the other, and with it will come maybe some dependencies. And dependencies are something that we all have to live within our own lives. Some people manage it well, some people not so well, and other people need a bit more support. Other people fall on by the wayside. But we're all in this together. It could be any one of us. We're just lucky that we drew a different straw and a different coping Mm -hmm. strategy. And so these guys are worthy of um everything that we are which is obviously not only a roof over their heads but compassion and respect and um something to do with themselves every day that makes them uh, feel worthy and valued and needed and so with the small workshops that we run like dove music project and i would run many more if i could obviously during COVID, it's difficult Everything that gives these guys a reason to get up, feel valued, have a purpose and a direction to move forward to a better place, I would be all over it because some people need a helping hand. Um, I'm happy, I'm lucky i I'm able to I'm quite self-sufficient. I was in the Royal Navy. I was uh, trained at military level to cope oh, I didn't and know I, that. Uh, well, yeah, and I still do. I've had many lives. <laughs> a
2: hat she'll, uh, collection. She'll be um, writing a, a place soon about her court martial.
1: Yeah, but um, Doug and I both feel that uh, if we're lucky enough to have enough to survive on and a bit of strength, um, share it because it's not—it's not something that we've done ourselves. We were mm. born with it, yep. and you'll find there are people whose hearts are strong and empathetic and would always want to help, and others who just don't want to know. It, it is often quite black and white. Sorry, this sounds a bit passionate. I suppose it is, and being a theatrical, I probably would be, but I just felt that we needed to speak on their behalf because they, those guys don't have a voice. And I've even forgotten the question, but blah, blah. I
0: don't think there was a question. I said. <laughs> uh,
1: so, yes, I'm very proud of it. But also, I continue to see the need for it. So, uh, But I'm proud of it, not for me. I'm proud of it that I had actors like you, Graham, Mm. honouring my work, which I always am, uh, and the other guys involved as well. I'm proud when Doug's musicians walked on the stage, I nearly fell apart with pride. And just proud of all the people that were involved. You know, we have to thank... A charity, a Birmingham-based charity called Socks and Chocks, oh, yes. um, which started up by a, a policeman, Ian Northcote, who saw on the streets of Birmingham the importance of people to have dry socks. Yeah. And he was there at the play um mm. and played, because he played on the streets yep. as a as a copper. And he um, has, his charity have funded our outreach work ever since and still do. And we are so grateful to them. So along with the town trust, of course, who helped Doug's project. Um, But it's a, it was a huge collaborative thing where everybody, including Forgotten Feet, who is Debbie Monk, who provides free uh, podiatry services to the, the street guys, um, Everybody who was involved in doing something to help that community were all there there in the foyer. I rammed as many as I could get in uh, to show, look at all these guys. They're all doing something because they really should, because that could be us. And wouldn't we want it? that's the end of the lecture
0: <laughs> no it's i mean gosh there's so many things off that and i'll have to draw it to a close because we have we've run of your time up, unfortunately so um but but my hope is that because uh, what i wanted to do with these was to like do, do a kind of run of them and then in about a year's time do talk to the same people talk to us have mm-hmm. a chat with all, everybody again and yeah. see how things see how things are you know so hopefully you will uh chat again we'll chat again like this uh i know we'll chat again but 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 uh yeah but let's let's before we before we finish with um you know if if either of my two listeners are eager uh, to you know well easy to say isn't it help and so on but then if you could just have a think about how we could let people know that you mentioned the hr cafe but Jackie, you must have. Jackie and Doug, you must. Have, Doug mentioned the uh, again we're t- taking streets apart as a kind of sign of it, a uh, kind of typicality of what you, you you do. That that standing ovation you mentioned, uh, Doug. There, Jackie, you must have been because you put a, you both of you put. But and Jackie, I suppose in particular, <laughs> you put a huge amount of personal and economic uh input into that but your relief if you felt any would not have been for that i suppose it would have been something else really i don't know what can you ex- you're too modest really to explain what to whom you would have given that applause it really was on your feet applause i think both nights though were uh i've got my nights we did now but
1: Yeah, it it was both nights. I think the applause came from the fact that people were so moved and emotionally engaged and wanted to say thank you for explaining it. Thank Mm. you for honouring these people Mm. who we always see on the streets and we don't know what to do. And thank you because my heart's been filled. I I think, you know, apart from the excellent performances, which also of course were applauded, rightly so, I think it was a sort of a welling up of emotion. People just wanted to go, yes, thank goodness, fabulous. Oh, I'm glad I've heard it all. And and I think it was that really, that response was, uh, it was very physical, wasn't it? Very, Mm. um, uh, what's the word? There's always that clever word. I never know what it is. Visceral. that's the one.
0: Visceral. Which I never quite know what that means, but I think it means spine tingling. I think that's what I... Yeah,
2: yeah. That's what I certainly felt. And Physical, yeah, to me, yes. It was like an experience. It was like being in a bubble, to use that word. It was like being in a bubble for two days. Everybody was part of it. We all shared it. You know, mm. we were all part of it. We were all equals. Mm. And, you know, and everybody went out of the way. And it just built to a crescendo at the end. and. You know, you guys are, you know, drama and plays, etc. But I just felt that the whole vibe from you guys performing and us coming on, the vibe and the words went across to the audience and I think they were tingling as well. And, and we we're all in this also, room. No,
0: sorry to interrupt, Doug, but, but I think that's because I, 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 I want to finish with more, with lavishing more, <sighs> what's the word I suppose I'm looking for now? awe and humility that i feel and on behalf of others i think it would be accurate to say the same sense is also shared at the other events that you that that that, that you've that you've managed to uh, put on you know the other concerts you've done at the at the very helpful urc mm-hmm. example and those have also been i mean they've been sellout events uh, at, at which the same feeling. Um, It's getting everybody
2: together for the director, isn't
0: it? So it's not a kind of pity me, poor me type experience. It's a wow experience. (laughs) I've got really any finer prose than that. It's a wow experience, a human wow experience, which is, what else are we on this planet for if not to experience those things?
2: Because we're all part of it. We were all part of it. You know, the concepts start about one o'clock in the afternoon where everybody gets together and practice. And then we eat together and then all the artists come in and all the helpers and we're all part of it. And then the audience come in and, you know, we've all got an equal share. The audience, the performers, the location, we're all equals. We're all the same. We all come together and we all make it work and we're all part of the experience. It is about sharing. That's that's what street arts is about. Mm. We'll work with anybody. We don't want to do it alone because we can't do it alone. We we haven't got the physicality or the the size of the organization to do it alone, and we haven't got the expertise either to do it alone. And that's why we want to share and work with others. We don't want any we're not there for the glory. Right. We're just filling a vacuum as Jackie will say. And when the time comes, Jackie and I in street arts will just go off into the sunset, you know?
0: Well, you will the...
1: write the fanfare, will you, Gray, uh, Doug? Uh, yeah. <laughs> will you write
0: uh, the fa- fanfare? for the uncommon man and woman. Um, <laughs> so let, let's finish with this then, uh, Doug and Jackie. If you want to... If, uh, 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 I imagine I, both of the people who would be listening to this are already very interested and probably equally passionate and probably...
2: I've, I've already had a call from them.
0: But but what I'll put some links. If you send me some links afterwards, that I get some websites and whatnot. know I know I'll put. I'll do the Facebook and I'll do the, um, you know the actual internet website. But if there are means by which people can, uh, I know, find out, get because this is when I got involved with you guys, I thought, oh my goodness, how blind I have been. I'm not having to go at anybody. Who might be who might be gracious enough to have listened? I'm really, really not, because how can one, in one brief lifetime, know all there is to know about what is happening around us? It's very, but mm-hmm. one of the good things about lockdown, if there are any, and about this business, is that it's forced perhaps a little bit more introspection and a bit more. Gosh, I never knew that. Yeah, yeah. Um, about it individuals is complicated. and ourselves. And yeah, organizations. So, Jackie, Doug, any anything you want to add uh, at the end here, practically? That, that...
1: Yeah, if possible. Uh, we've got our website, as Doug said, the Street Arts Project website, uh, that Bo Davis is very kindly helping us redesign. It's um, a work in progress, but it has got a donate button on it. Um, sorry to have to ask, but we work on a shoestring. Every penny goes straight directly out to the guys who need it. Um, If you do feel that you'd like to support that way instead of not knowing what to do when you meet the guys on the street, then we would be very happy if you wanted to do that. Alternatively, Doug posts out on Facebook when we have a need, because we've got no storage really, for something specific. So at the moment we're asking for rucksacks, other times it'll be coats. Um, So if people can join us on the Street Arts Project Facebook page and follow us, uh, then we can sort of drop out notes as and when we need things. So um, that's just. But uh, thanks to everybody who's involved and helps us.
2: Yep, uh, we're really appreciative of all the support we get, and from the eight other agencies as well. Mm. It might feel like a battle at times, but we say we're just filling a vacuum. We're just trying to help, and we're just people who care. Bottom line, we're not after any kudos or anything like that. You know. You just help and the more you get involved with the more you get drawn into it mm.
0: it wouldn't work if and, you were after it for the kudos it just wouldn't work it would but and you're not and i've had to do a lot of persuasion i think probably to get you to get you to do this because you're not in it for this you're in it, you, you 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 know you're you're speaking through through what you do for people whose
2: voices would otherwise
0: be utterly yes. silent yeah utterly uh,
1: silent there's, there's a lot awesome.
2: of A lot of people would like the opportunity to do what Jackie and I have done. We've been fortunate to get the opportunity. It's not easy. You know, we've put a lot of work in. We started from the bottom. We've made contacts because it's about contacts. We've made contacts. We've got kicked all over the place and we kept coming back and we've made friends, probably made enemies as well, I would think. Mm. But Mm. we we think we're doing good. We're
1: helping, you know, it's not about us. And it's such a complex situation. I spend hours researching every question that I'm always asking myself. How? What's the best way to help? Why is this happening? How do they manage with this? It's huge. And because we're not working in the industry, we don't have positions at agency and local authority level. We haven't had all of the, we don't have all of the information that we could really do with to understand the person in totality Mm -hmm. because we're not allowed to know. So we have to do the scraps, get the scraps that we can. So we wing it a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. Doug and I have learned that sometimes the stuff that we provide doesn't go in the direction that we'd hoped for various reasons. Um, And we've had to learn that. We've had to learn who we can work with and who we can't. Um, You know, we're always changing and trying to find stuff out. Um, But so we just, you know, we we react fairly quickly based on our best insight and knowledge. But we're not perfect. It's just Mm -hmm. that, to be honest, if we weren't doing it, particularly during lockdown, the question has to be asked. Um, Well, anyway, let's not ask the question. Uh, but we're very happy to be doing it.
0: <laughs> well, thank you both for uh, ch- chatting with me. Um, and uh, let's finish with the What was that line again, Doug? From uh, the, the 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 song that, that your our friend wrote. What, what was the title of that again?
2: We're all gonna get there in the end. We're gonna G O na A. We're all gonna get there in the end. Let's right. say Hello. goodbye. Let's Hello. say goodbye to an old friend. We're all going to get
0: there in the end. Good luck. I'm sure
1: we will. I'm sure we
0: all will. That's the end of the second episode. So, thank you for listening, and thank you, Doug and Jackie, for taking part. All the songs we've included in this podcast are available through the Street Arts Project website, including this one, which is called Zombie Walking difficult times are made a bit easier by the inspiration of this. A walking, the Street Arts Project is surely miss. one of the most
4: inspiring yawning, volunteer communities anywhere else. just want to feel numb, nowhere to run, spend my life as a fun. the cold in the shivers, my skin starts to crawl escape this plane i'm a zombie walking i'm a bloody mess i wake up yawning Yeah. to dark The candles in the chapel live without a spark I can hear the wind blowing amongst the trees In the pagan forest I fall down on my knees I got the riverside blues I'm so unsure There's a boat in the harbor There's wolves at the door Down that tree, get to the other side, the land of the free. Gonna make me a bridge for wolves and for me. In the pagan forest, I fell down on my knees. I got the mountainside blues, and I can't take no more. Life is only good. The day. at the door